I took a job once where within about the first, I don't know, hour and a half, I was actually called to the carpet by the person who was training me. And they said to me, I just, I'm just curious. It's really none of my business. I'm probably not even supposed to ask, but what did you score on the civil service exam? Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And it seemed like an odd question to me too, but I got nothing to hide, so to speak. So I told her what I scored on the civil service exam. And the result I got or the reaction I got was a, a roll of the eyes and an, uh, of course, kind of an exasperation. And I thought, why is that relevant, number one? And number two, why would it frustrate you or why would it bug you, even if it is true? See, I was working in an environment where the process of the work had been very meticulously laid out, but the doing of the work was a little different than the process. And by that, I mean, the process said, if you do it like this, we can accomplish this amount of work in this amount of time. And so the, the workforce had predetermined what the workload looked like, but the people had predetermined that well, we want to get X amount of money for doing this. And since we only get paid this per hour, the only way we can get the money we want is to make sure that we have overtime. And so there was already a tension in the environment between management, as they called it, and the workforce. The leaders had a certain level of expectation and they did everything they could to get people to meet that expectation. And on the other hand, you had people who had an expectation and the only way they could get what they wanted was to manipulate the environment. See, I came in from the outside not knowing this mix. And so in an hour and a half, I had done the work that I felt like I should have done in an hour and a half's time. I was keeping up with the pace, so to speak. And I was called to the carpet on it by my trainer who said, usually what you just did in an hour and a half, we take about five to six hours to do. And my first thought was, wow, did I, did I rush through that? Could I have made huge numbers of mistakes? Did, did, I, did I do something wrong in getting it done that early? Maybe, maybe what I was doing wasn't, maybe it wasn't as complicated as what everybody else is doing. Maybe I just got lucky. Maybe it's beginner's luck. And so as we're kind of having this conversation between us, she said, look, there's a reason that it takes six hours. It's because every day there's an hour of overtime which means for every paycheck, there's 10 hours of overtime, which means at the end of the year, that's the difference of about five to $10,000 in most people's paychecks. That's their annual vacation or Christmas bonus that they're able to stash aside because we don't get that here. And I thought, oh, okay. She said, what I'm trying to tell you is if you continue to work at that speed, you may make management happy, but you're going to make enemies of everybody else in this workforce because you're going to cost them money. Now, part of my brain was saying, it just doesn't make any sense that the only way to get paid what you want to get paid is to manipulate the system. And yet every day in workforces all over the world, we see exactly that thing happening. They, they come in and they, they get to work three minutes before they're supposed to, and they stand there looking at the clock and bam, I clock in now. And then, when it's time to leave, they 20 to 30 minutes before you can't find them. They may be in the restroom where they may have you know, stopped to fill up their water bottle for the next day or gone to get the last cup of coffee. But 
20 to 30 minutes of the last hours, they're not at the clock until like two minutes after, and then they run by king on the way out the door and they're out. In some workplaces, it's the other direction, and that is they're required to show up early to work extra hard to stay late, and they're driven and driven and driven and driven and driven and driven, and the expectations are so high that almost nobody can reach them. I worked in environments where the sales goals and the expectations of the organization were absolutely unrealistic. They were unachievable, truly unachievable. And in any one of those environments, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of strain, there's a lot of for lack of a better term, cronyism and nepotism and only the people that the boss likes get ahead and, and only the ones that are willing to put their nose to the grindstone and overachieve everybody else. They're the ones that will succeed and, and the nice guy always loses. In the workforce, there's a huge push for kindness, for compassion, for empathy. And I have to wonder, are we talking about the kindness and the compassion and the empathy of leadership toward the people? Meaning, we'll just give them whatever they want, we'll be nice, it'll be fluffy, airy dreams and fairy tales and rainbows and, and sprinkle dust? Are we talking about kindness and empathy on the part of the employee who shows up and does the job they're paid to do and the time they're paid to do it in and diligently works toward the work that they're supposed to do without trying to get every single penny of profit into their own pockets? I'm honestly curious about that. Because as a leader, I understand that if you don't treat people well, people don't stay. As John Maxwell says, before you ask for their hand, show them your heart. Don't ask for something from people, whether it's a pay raise, a better job, more opportunity, upward mobility. Don't ask for those things from your boss until you've Ask what really drives the company and drives them and causes them to do what they do. Is it just money? Or is there something bigger than that? And, and as an employer, as a leader, don't ask for people to show up early and work late if there's no incentive in it for them that, that really doesn't just speak to the core of maybe their paycheck, which is awesome, but what about their time off? What about recouping that time? I know a young lady who worked her tail off almost four years straight, never took a single vacation had banked like eight or 10 hours or eight or 10 weeks of vacation, paid vacation, had bonuses sitting in the bank that were just sitting in a savings account. She had the time, she had the money to travel, but the job wouldn't let her take the time off because everything would fall apart if she left. As a result, she took the vacation. She said, I've, I've got to have some stress relief. Went on a European vacation. When she came back, she didn't have a job. Well, that's not kindness. That's not compassion. That's slave driver kind of work. So as I ask this question, kindness, compassion, and empathy in the workplace, from whom to whom? Are we just talking about being nice to each other at work? Are we talking about leadership being nice to the employees, the workforce being nice to the staff and the, and the, the people doing the work? Or are we talking about the staff and the people doing the work being nice to the boss? And, and I'm not sure I have the answer on that question. I have some ideas, and I'd like to talk to, them, talk to you about them tomorrow, but... I'd love to have your feedback on this. Are you in the workforce? Do you struggle with this kindness, compassion, and empathy model? Do you struggle with people saying, just, just give me more paycheck, give me more time off, give me more vacation, give me more perks while I'm here, and yet they want the workload to be less and less, the hours they have to be there, they wanna work from home and then not, not be accountable for the production of what they're supposed to be doing. Which side are you on? Are you an employee? Are you a leader? Are you both?
Are you self-employed? And being kind at work just means not slapping yourself on the head. I really want you to engage in this conversation and give me some feedback. So type it in the message, send me an email, send me a voicemail. Just let me know what you think. I'd really love to incorporate it. And if you're an expert in this area, like in human resources or in corporate management, and you've got something to say on kindness, I'd love to talk to you about possibly being on the Servant Leader series for the Leading Leaders podcast. That airs every Friday at 8 a.m. Uh, the next one coming up, I think you're really going to like uh, Todd McIntyre talks about his new book, Masculinity. And I think there's some fascinating stuff in that. That'll be released on Friday at 8 a.m. You should be a part of that. But if you're in the workforce or if you're an expert on kindness, compassion, and empathy in the workforce, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Jay Lauren Norris for Leading Leaders Podcast on Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.